Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. This is Allie Mancuso, and this week we're going to talk about social media boundaries to success, episode 197. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by expert coaches Megan Swanson Rhodes, former Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA and Ali Swanson Mancuso, also former Miss Nebraska and Mrs. Nebraska United States. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life-changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high-achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, both inside and outside of pageantry. Ali and Megan are international coaches of high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond, and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you are not already a part of our Powerhouse Club, join the fastest growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes each week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is Coach Allie. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about social media boundaries to success. Now, social media in general is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. Those of you who maybe are more recent as a listener might not know this, but when I was Miss Nebraska, my platform was called CyberSmarts, Protecting Yourself in a Digital World. And it was all about social media safety, internet safety, privacy, and making sure people understand really the rules of the game when it comes to social media to ensure people don't get fished online, targeted online, and we just stay safe regardless of your age. So today I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but also just the mental boundaries around prepping for a pageant and what to do on social media. And that can be really cumbersome. It can be really daunting, overbearing, insert any other big word that you want there. Or maybe you're like, oh, I I thought I had this perfect plan. It seems so easy, seems so practical or easy. And it doesn't work for me. What I've done in the past doesn't work. I get in this comparison trap. I look at anything and everything on social media as far as what other people are doing, and it distracts me, all of the things. So we're going to talk through that a little bit more and how to have a strong mindset regarding social media, set up boundaries for yourself that are honestly really healthy, and a little bit about that safety piece. So let's get into it. So social media boundaries to success. When you are prepping for a pageant, I think the first question that is so extremely important to ask is know what motivates you and know what or who drains you, okay? This is in your personal life and on social media, okay? So in your actual life, what or who motivates you? What keeps you going? This is an important thing to understand and know and keep at the forefront of your mind because we all go through those pitfalls in our pageant prep where we don't want to go to the gym, we don't want to get eight hours of sleep, or we just don't get eight hours of sleep, or we make ourselves too busy, we procrastinate, we wait till the last minute to get our wardrobe tailored or to practice the element that we've been dreading all along and is our actual weakness, right? So knowing what motivates you really helps you press through those times and that mental block. Now you might be like, Ali, how does this relate to social media? Well, it does because there are accounts that you can be following that push you to be better, to 
really remind you of your why, of why you're doing this, why you want to be Miss State Title Holder, why you care about your platform. And I encourage you to, yes, have the who and the what that motivates you really dialed in in your daily life, in your personal life. Maybe that's family, maybe that's a a spouse if you're married, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Maybe it's close personal friend, if, if it's part of your story of why you have that platform, really know that at a core level and go back to that when you are in that rut of, gosh, I just, I'm procrastinating. I, I know I want this, but I'm struggling with some drive. And everybody goes on social media. So I'm not about to get on here and say, eliminate all social media, never go on it, whatever. If that's your jam, great. I know people who I've competed against that that is actually their strategy and it's not so much a strategy as they just hate social media and they they don't like it. So it's not a necessary requirement to win. It's not an evil, so to speak. So, but on social media, you can have key accounts that motivate you, that inspire you, that remind you to not spend three hours on the platform even. And I want you to do a little brainstorming session right now. Wherever you're at, pause this. And if you're in a safe space, (laughs) come to a complete stop if you're driving. But really pour your mind into this and say, what do I follow on social media? Who do I follow on social media that makes me laugh, that inspires me to be better? And am I focusing on that every day? Or maybe it's just a check-in on those accounts. Compared to... Who or what drains you? This is a very important question when we're talking about boundaries to success, which is the title of this uh, this podcast, Social Media Boundaries to Success. If there are certain individuals on your social media, and this is something that you check every day, that drain you, that you're viewing their posts and you have an eye roll, it instantly puts you in a bad mood, why, number one, why are you following them? Do you feel like you have to follow them because they're a, a friend? I'm putting air quotes on that. Do you have to follow them because they're family? Can you remove them from your scope of view momentarily so you only see things that are motivating you? The answer is yes, you can do that. On almost every social platform, you can control what is on your homepage, what's on your feed. Um, Yes, there's that recommended section, but for who you're following, that's what's coming up the most. And if something is not serving you, it is either feeding into a bad habit of yours or making you feel insecure about yourself, don't look at it. Put a boundary up in your own life to respect yourself, respect where you want to go and the goal that you have set before you and remove it from your scope. That's a really empowering tool to do and lane to live in. And I'm talking about social media, but you can do that in your own life as well. You reserve the right to put up a boundary for anything that is draining you, that's not serving you, especially if you are sprinting after a goal. A lot of us have to be more and should be more meticulous with the boundaries that we have in our lives to keep us motivated, to keep us pushing forward and not settling in the state of stagnation and just being okay with the ordinary or being okay with just settling for less than than what we actually want. And social media, the reason why I'm bringing this back to this is it is a huge piece. I Again, I could be on here and sound super, super dated of just like, oh, we'll just get off social media. It's, you know, this is my old person voice, I guess. Um, not a diss to any old person that's watching this or listening to this, but 
you know, I could sound dated by saying, just get off social media. It's the 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 bane of everyone's existence, right? Well, it's it's kind of the way of our time. So we have to know how to adapt on the platform where it's not owning you, but you know how to utilize it as a tool to help you on your goals while also staying mentally healthy and having those boundaries in your life that are just necessary of being a good human being. So know who motivates you and what motivates you as well as who drains you or what drains you, okay? Second point here is minimize exposure to comparison. Now, again, if you pause and really think of who is on your feed, who's on your social media that you always compare yourself to. So I guarantee you there's somebody in your account that only posts pictures of them on vacation, of them in you know, sports bra and uh, spandex and they're just perfect in every way, shape or form or that's what they are leading you to believe. They only post snapshots of their life. First, we obviously have to understand that that is what social media is. It's posting snapshots of our life in a skewed version of what that individual wants the public to see. You have to understand that. And I feel like a lot of us understand that, but we still play by the rules of social media and let it drive what we think of ourselves and what we do, like our own habits even. And you have to know the rules of the game in order how to play. And I say that when you're prepping for a pageant and also with social media. So whatever the goal is, whatever the dream is, if your exposure to other people and you know that you're going into comparison mode when you're watching their photos and videos and looking at how perfect they are and looking at their perfect house and kitchen and kids and or career or body or face or makeup or whatever it is that you're like, man, I wish I had that. So if you're a type of person who can handle that and that is actually motivation because that's your brand goals and that's why you follow them, great. That's totally different from somebody who watches that and feels horrible about themselves and then goes and eats a whole bag of chips or cries on the couch forever and I'm just saying random examples that are popping into my head or then will refuse to go to the gym for a whole week because now they feel so bad it put them in this mental spiral downward and now they're off track, right? So know which kind of camp that you're in. I think a lot of us, if I can challenge you really briefly, I think a lot of us think that things like that motivate you in reality, deep down, it actually probably drains you and sets you back more than it motivates you. It takes a really confident person to be able to internalize and be exposed to that level of content on social media and not be moved by it, just to be completely honest with you. And most people are not at that level. So most people swing, okay, whatever I'm exposed to, it impacts me, not really having a healthy filter of what's influencing them in their life and taking what serves them and throwing out what doesn't. That's kind of a a fitness term or a yoga term that I use with my my clients a lot, but um, it really is true. And I try to have that mindset in all areas of life, especially with social media, because when I'm thinking through that lens, I can catch myself if I'm scrolling for too long and I'm just in this funk I have this internal conversation with myself, Allie, why can't you get off social media? Allie, you've been on here for 30 minutes or two hours or whatever it is. You are literally killing your day. You're wasting away time looking at other things and it's pointless. Is it serving you? No, it's not. So get off of it, right? And sometimes I check certain things on social media or if I had an event, I I like looking at my other friend's things or, or whatever. Like You follow who you follow, but is it 
to check in with other people or is it to compare? Like what's the purpose of why you're going to certain sites of looking at certain things? Is it to uplift you and motivate you and and make you laugh? Or is it really a habit, a bad habit that you need to break and you are stuck in comparison and you end feeling like you're in this gray funk and you, you're comparing yourself to everybody, you feel awful, you're in a bad mood, you're salty, you're you're nip, you're nipping at everybody else and and it's just not a good not a good vibe all around. So know which camp you live in overall is really, really important. Now I'm going to get into some practical things to social media. So social media boundaries to success. If you want to be successful, then schedule out your posts and save time scrolling. Okay. If you're planning your posts, preparing your captions, all of that, you can save a lot of time getting distracted by social media. And if you can time chunk your posts out, so let me back up. Let's say I have a really good hair and makeup day and I'm planning a content day. I have an outfit. I take a bunch of photos, video. If you have to do that, being a title holder or you like to do that for your page, okay, great. Plan that out. You totally can. Great hair and makeup. Put a couple outfits on and you can reuse those photos for many, many, many different posts. So many top influencers and business owners, whatever, utilize that strategy for social media because then you're not only, you're not always posting when the content is ready and having to kind of create that on the spot, but you can do it on your own time. And there's so much power in that. There's also scheduling tools that you can use, just Google scheduling tools for social media and there's a bajillion that'll pop up. Um, I don't want to say any because if you're listening to this podcast years down the road, it could be dated, but just Google it and there are many, many, many tools that you can utilize to time it out and post on your platform, cross post, all those things. It's beautiful and totally a game changer. Another thing practically is set a timer on yourself when using the platform. So if you are in a habit of looking at your social media first thing in the morning, which fun fact, you should never do that. The first thing you should do in the morning is grab eight ounces of water at least and try and get some sunshine. There's so much power in that. If you can move your body at the beginning of the day, that is the best way to start your day. Hands down, ask any medical professional, fitness professional, that is 100% the way to start your day. You will have X whatever percentage more um, than the person who does not. And I can speak to that from personal experience. My husband can speak to that from personal experience. He's also on the cold shower kick right now. So he will endorse that, but I will not. Um, Even though I know it works, I just don't do it. But your morning routine is so, so, so important. We could do a whole podcast on that and we probably already have. But it's important to not look at social media right away because that sets the tone for your whole day. So think about that first. That's a pause point. Pause the podcast and think, when do I actually look at my social media? Do I do it just because I'm bored? Do I normally do it at a certain time of the day? And am I even aware of when I look at social media, right? Is it my my tick where when I'm bored, I just open my phone and look at my phone because I don't know what to do. I don't know how to sit with my thoughts or just be. I don't know how to exist, right? But if there's a certain time of day, maybe over your lunch break at work or it is first thing in the morning, set a timer on yourself and try to stay under 15 minutes, a half an hour. You'd be surprised how quickly that time flies when you're on social media and when you are in the dopamine hit of a social media scroll, gosh, hours and hours can fly by and feel like minutes. 
and you just feel like you can't get out of that cycle. Well, there's a lot of psychology behind that and the the scroll, they do that on purpose so they keep your attention. It's a, a battle for your attention if you've ever seen that Netflix special. But setting a timer on yourself when using a social media platform can be really empowering because you feel like you're not out of the loop, you're still touching base with people, you can check on your own posts if that's something you need to do, but it's not controlling you. And maybe 15 minutes is is really, really hard for you. Maybe you set your timer for two 30-minute sessions and you scale it back from there. I promise you, if you are listening to this and you're like, well, I honestly spend like five hours on social media, you're not alone and you're probably a younger person, uh, a younger generation, but that's not the way the world works, to be honest. If you want to be a productive human being in society, you want a full-time job, you want to be present and invest in other people, get off social media and have that boundary for yourself because think about all that time that you're wasting looking at social media when you could be in the gym, you could be dating somebody, you could be hanging out with friends, you could be cooking a healthy meal or learning a new skill or practicing for your pageant. It really is a key indicator of time management, to be honest, as well. People who spend these four or five hours a day on, on social media normally say, oh, I just don't have time to do anything else. No, your time management sucks and you're spending way too much time looking at what other people are doing than actually setting a goal for yourself. And that might sound harsh, but I wouldn't be Coach Alley and pushing you and you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want that advice. Okay. The last thing I'll say is finishing with some safety information. So I consider this a boundary because this is a safety or privacy boundary. I'm really passionate about this because of what happened to me in college. I was targeted online. My life was threatened while I was playing basketball in college. And someone basically said they were going to kill me and show up at X game and it ended up being an empty threat. But I was extremely, extremely scared and frightened and I and they scared me into silence. It was it was a whole thing. I've shared that um, testimony on a, a different podcast in the past. So go back and listen to the full thing there. But I'm passionate about this because I thought I was being safe online. I thought I didn't have things out there for people to use against me. You know, I was the A student in in college, in high school. That's a lie. I got one C in college and it ruined me, (laughs) but not ruined me. That's my own own type three Enneagram-ness of overachieving. But I, I thought I was a good person. I was like, why is this happening to me? Why is somebody targeting me? Like, right, it just came out of left field. But I learned that I had put personal information online for someone to use against me of where I was at, what I was doing, and that led this person to be able to find me and target me, etc. And I never want that to happen to anybody else. Unfortunately, in today's day and age, this type of information is readily available and a lot of people overshare online. So... As a rule of thumb, don't put overly personal information in your bio or even in your content, guys. To be honest, people are weird and strange and anyone can get targeted online. It's hard to believe that it will be you, but the more sensitive and hyper aware that you can be to your personal information, the better because you don't want somebody showing up at your house because they got your address or following you because you geotagged yourself and now you're unsafe because you're by yourself. That's something else for title holders. My tip is always retroactive geo posting. What a geo post is, if you've ever had Snapchat or anything like that, it tags your geolocation. So your exact longitude and latitude of where you are at on the earth. If you're doing that 
and then staying there for a long period of time. If somebody was stalking you on social media and they wanted to be right where you were at, they can see you and then show up there and there's a potential for danger. I could tell you a plethora of times that that has happened. And I don't say that to scare you, but I say that to be aware. And that is a boundary. You should be setting up a safety boundary where the general public who is not your friends, family, very close to you should not have access to your privacy, to where you live, to your, even your phone number. So they can't mass text you and and blow up your phone, um, and be where you are if you don't want them to be there. Right. So don't post while you're at the event, post after and then tag the location. I utilize that strategy all the time when I was Miss Nebraska and I told all of my fellow title holders that and Miss Nebraska's to come. I will shout that from the mountaintops. Now, there are times where you might be like, well, I have to post that I'm there and that might be okay if you're in a group and you have other people with you. But if you are ever by yourself, my recommendation is to never post where you are at because you never know who is listening, who is following you, and people are just creepy and weird and I want you to be super safe. So it's really important to have that privacy boundary because it does, safety does make you feel more secure. And if you are safe, it allows you a an environment to be successful because you can do some of these other things that we are talking about today. And again, I'm super passionate about that. You might be like, Allie, this is the 21st century. <laughs> you know, People post stuff on online all the time. And if it happens, it happens, whatever. I'm okay with it. Well, I really want to challenge that belief because I think people overshare a lot on social media and you can share a lot, but not overshare. And there is a key difference. And I would hate for anybody to share personal information online that somebody can use against them. So my kind of PSA to end out this podcast today is just to think twice before you do that. Think about who is seeing that, what the settings are of that post and who the viewership is and if there's a better way to kind of go about that because that's a really healthy boundary to have. Well, I hope you guys learned something today and I at least made you think about your social media boundaries to success. I am so excited for all the upcoming pageants and for all of you guys competing in them. Please let us know how you do. If you are a part of our powerhouse community, we want to celebrate you. And I just want to thank everybody again for listening to the powerhouse podcast. We couldn't do what we do without you guys. We love you and I hope you have a fantastic week. See you later. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We are coming off of an amazing weekend of our May Mastermind Boot Camp. We had lots of memories, lots of learning, and we are so, so, so excited for all these women to compete so soon at their various pageants in different pageant systems. If you are like, oh my gosh, Mastermind, I did not know. Well, our next one is coming up in October. It's going to be all virtual this time, so we can reach across many different states. Go to mastermind.powerhousepageantry.com or DM us on Instagram for more details. Hey guys, it's Coach Allie. Thank you so much for listening to the Powerhouse Podcast. Megan and I absolutely love our listener base and we couldn't do what we do without you guys. If you stayed all the way till this part of the podcast, there's a couple things that I wanna make sure that you know. We are constantly updating our resources to be the latest, greatest trainings and stay really up to date with trends. So if you want to figure out how to save $700 overall on pageant coaching, we have a service called the Powerhouse Club among 
among some other things. And to be honest, it is the best coaching in the world. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but we have the best community with amazing women from every single state in the United States in our community. And we just love pouring into you guys. So if you want to figure out how to save $700 overall, like I said, be a part of the best coaching service in the world. Click the link below. We would love to assist you. See you next week, guys.